Welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman, the podcast dedicated to helping you build the business of your dreams and live the life you always hoped for, with valuable and fun tips and info to make your life easier and more fun. And now, here's your host, Jason Silverman. Hello, everybody, and welcome to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. I'm your host, Jason Silverman, and i got to tell you, I'm so darn excited about today's show. You know, it really just feels like a great day to share some superb ideas and information that, you know, just may help change the course of your business and possibly even your life. One of the concepts we've always practiced here at Powerful Words Character Development, as well as at Sites Done Right, is showing an attitude of gratitude to all of our family members. Now, understand this. I don't consider our people or even call our people customers or clients. They've gone way, way ahead of most, and they've joined our family. And it's vitally important to us that we know that they that that they know that we feel that way about them. Uh, and hopefully they feel the same way about us, which, you know, I know for a fact many of them do. Um, when I'm talking to our clients, which I do a lot, I often hear, you know, from these family members that they're amazed at how hard we work to go above and beyond, you know, for them and with them. And that's really one of the most important things that they appreciate. Pretty cool, right? Uh, quick story here. This morning, I had my 5,000-mile checkup and service for my new car, which, by the way, I'm totally in love with. And my experience this morning was spectacular. I pulled up, and a well-dressed technician came over, and he opened my door for me. And he said, good morning, Mr. Silverman. It's nice to see you today. How's your vehicle doing? Is there anything we should look at uh, before we get started? Um, by the way, I've already checked in, so why don't you head into our lounge, have a cup of coffee, and we have some fresh-baked cookies coming out shortly. If there's anything else I can do to make your time here enjoyable, just ask for me uh, to page, and I'll be happy to help. I'm grateful for the opportunity to work with you, and have a great day. Uh, wow. Am I a raving fan? Yeah. I- I'm talking about the Audi service department on my podcast. It- it's-, it- it's really remarkable, and the whole experience was spectacular. So think about this. Who's sharing their experiences about working with you? Are they? I hope they are. Uh, as I always say, if you want to be remarked about, you got to first be remarkable. Now, speaking about developing an amazing experience and showing your attitude of gratitude for your clients or your family members, however you see them, I've got a fabulous guest for our show today. Lori Seitz is the gratitude expert. She's going to teach us how to multiply our profits through sweet appreciation marketing. Literally. Uh, Lori is the founder and CEO of ZenRat. And don't worry, folks, I'm going to find out exactly where that name comes from and what it means. Zen Rabbit makes the gratitude cookie. Uh, from what I've heard, it's an addictively delicious butter sugar cookie that business owners and sales teams use to say thank you to their clients. That actually sounds a little bit like what, uh, what I had this morning. Um, probably not as good as these, though. Uh, Lori's been playing, and she says playing because she has so much fun at marketing and communications that it doesn't feel like work for her. She's been a radio personality in South Florida, and she still loves doing voiceover work. She spends her time at the gym, actually, which makes a lot of sense if she's eating all these gratitude cookies. Uh, She's an enthusiastic proponent for worldwide literacy, spectacular, right in line with all of our Powerful Words family members. And you may find her perusing the racks at Ann Taylor, which she claims contributes to inspiring her creativity. All right, this is going to be awesome. Lori, are you here with us? I am, and I don't eat that many gratitude cookies. (laughs) <laughs> well, you know what, i, I got to tell you, um, 
I think I polished off about two trays worth of cookies this morning at the dealership. So I don't know if I'm one who should be anywhere near your distribution centers, but uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, do I won't like tell that. you where it is, so you'll be safe. Perfect. Keep that. Keep that secret. All right. I, I, I got to dive so in here. Thank you so much for having me on the show today. Oh, my pleasure. My pleasure. Thanks for uh, thanks for sharing your time with us. Do me a favor. I want to dive right in today because there, there, there's so many cool things and there's so many congruent um, concepts that that you do that we believe with with, with powerful words and sights done right that. I, I think this is going to be fantastic for all of our people. So I, I got to get a little bit more background so everybody really understands who you are, and, and I'd like to learn a little bit more myself. So tell me a little bit about your background, you know, and how you started Zen Rabbit. Yeah, I have a background in corporate communications and marketing, and you mentioned some broadcasting in there, and I I just love getting involved in the strategy and figuring out how to reach and touch and build relationships with clients. I just find that so fascinating and so fun. And so I worked in agencies and on the corporate side in terms of marketing, and then one day I was kind of burned out on it, and I thought, well, what am I going to do now? And I... I had so the gratitude cookie is actually based on a family recipe and we used to make these at the holidays all the time and as an adult when I was making them people would say to me oh my gosh these are so good you should sell these like every food entrepreneur's story but it was never my intention to be the next Mrs. Fields and create a cookie company per se and so I took my marketing background and this recipe and kind of combined them together to create a product to help business people say thank you to their clients and to people who send them referrals and to do it in a way that fit their image. Hmm. So that's how it all kind of came together. Well, do me do me a favor. Say more. Say say a little bit more about that about fitting their image because you just touched on something that's very important to me, and, and I'd love your take on it. What does that mean to you? Well, it means putting something together that, first of all, every business has its own personality, and so how does that? Since we are able to customize the cards, some of the cards for some of the packaging for the gratitude cookie, we can include a logo, or in some cases, some of my clients are using a caricature on their customized card. And so you can say, you can present the message in any way you want if you want to infuse humor, and I always recommend infusing personality, and so saying and putting together a package that fits the business. What are your corporate colors, or or what are the colors your business uses in its logo or in its uh, design, on-site design, and using some of that. And so making it really feel like when the recipient gets it, they go, oh, yeah, this is totally, you know, um, feels like the dance studio or the karate studio that my child goes to. Like, I get it. It feels like them. Got it. Got it, got it, got it. All right. Well, you know, I, the first thing that popped into my mind when you said that was 
just the the very fact that somebody goes out of their way to even show their gratitude um, is really part of a culture as well. So mm-hmm. this is this is spectacular. Well, clearly, you know, Zen Rabbit's all about helping businesses say thank you or welcome or, or however to their their clients. Um, don't you feel that you know most people already assume that you value their business? Yeah, there's some danger in making assumptions. <laughs> What's that <laughs> saying? <laughs> yeah, it's it's dangerous to make an assumption like that because. It, so here's the analogy I'll I'll use. If you've ever been in a long-term relationship with a significant other, or even a child, you know that you don't just say I love you one time and never again. If you're interested in building that relationship and strengthening it, then you make sure that you're doing things throughout the relationship, the life of the relationship, to let the other person know that you value them. And it's the same thing with clients. So you may have said thank you to them when they first signed up, and that might have been a couple of years ago, and they're not necessarily remembering that you ever sent anything or that they're not feeling the love anymore. So it's something that you have to continuously work on. Got it. Got it. I, and, and, and I absolutely agree with that. I feel like you're only as good as your last communication in their minds. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's why we're we're pretty darn careful about what we send and how we send and when we send, and that's that that's spot on. So, obviously, saying thank you is good manners and you know, we know it's the right thing to do. Um, but let, let's face it, right? This is business, and business is numbers. So we always need to keep our eyes on the bottom line. You know, when I when I speak with my coaching clients or my mastermind members, you know, we bring up, you know, what's the ROI of this event? So is this something where, you know, it, sending, you know, appreciation gifts, is there ROI tied to that? There definitely is, and admittedly, sometimes it's hard to measure specifically. Here's the thing. like You were talking about taking your car in for 5,000-mile service, and when you have a car, you know you need to change the oil. So whether you're – so let's just say your recommended service time between oil changes is 5,000 miles. That doesn't mean that your car is going to stop running at 5,002 miles because you didn't take it in right away. Right. But eventually, if you don't change the oil, let's say you may be able to make it to 10,000 miles between oil changes. But at some point, the car is going to stop running. And then how expensive is it going to be to have to get a new engine if that's even a possibility? You may have to get a whole new car. So it's kind of the same thing. Not saying thank you to clients, not doing it, you might not see an effect right away, but over time it's going to cost you a lot more because you're going to be out there always having to find new clients. And that is far more expensive than keeping the ones you already have. Now, I also have a great story about a client who – got involved in the gratitude program that Zen Rabbit offers, and he did it because 
he's he has a membership program and people were dropping out of the program after about six months. He had told them in the upfront, it might take up to a year to see the real results that you're really looking for, that you signed up for. Be patient. But people get impatient. And so they were dropping out after six months. And so we put together a program where he started sending out a box of gratitude cookies at, actually they were dropping out around seven or eight months. Six months is when we sent the box of gratitude cookies with a note that said something like, hey, I really appreciate working with you. I'm looking forward to a long-term relationship, planting a seed, and, you know, enjoy these these cookies as you look forward to the sweet taste of profits or something like that. And almost immediately, his client retention doubled. And today, it's it was... So I said it was at seven to eight months. Today it's at 18 months. Perfect. So Perfect, perfect. Yeah. I, lo- I love this. You know, and, and my when I <clears> – <throat> years ago when I owned my martial arts academy, um, you know, our average client life was about somewhere between two and a half to three years, um, which was a, a really nice – a nice lifetime value of a client. Um, however, I always wanted that to be longer. Um, and I know many of my clients aren't quite there at that point as far as being able to uh, keep somebody training and training and training. Um, so, again, I, I love this. And the, the thought of being able to double um, the lifetime value of a client is is spectacular. So, you know, I, I read um, – I kind of want to jump a little forward because there's so much I want to ask you. Mm-hmm. Um mm-hmm. You know, in your in, in in your special report, you wrote uh, the little-known secrets of gratitude. Um, you talk about the law of reciprocity, and that's something that that I've spoken on. I've, I've done workshops on it, and 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 I am very well well in tune with that. Um, but I'd love a different outtake, and I'd love for somebody to hear my folks to hear what does that mean to you. So, what when you talk about the law of reciprocity, what is it, and you know how does it, and how should it affect businesses? Yeah, the law of reciprocity basically says that when somebody does something nice for you, you are going to be looking for opportunities to repay that kindness. And you may not even be consciously aware. It's just how humans are wired. And so if you do something nice for someone, they are going to be looking for ways to pay you back, whether that's staying with your business for longer and sending you more business, you know, staying with you for 18 months and versus seven, or whether they're going to talk about you and recommend you to someone else, somehow they're looking for ways to repay that kindness. And, again, it may not be immediate. It's not like, hey, I did something nice for you, and now next week you need to do something nice for me. It might be a few months down the road, but it, it's – it's just how humans are wired. We want to repay people who do that. And so that's how we can kind of use that to our advantage. It's not a sneaky, it's just using human psychology and saying, okay, so if I say thank you and I'm genuinely doing something out of a kindness, I'm genuinely appreciative of this relationship and and their business, and I say thank you to them, 
then it kind of gives you a little bit more power in that they're going to be looking for ways to repay you. I love that. I absolutely love that, especially considering most of most of my clients really have referral-driven businesses um, mm-hmm. if they're done right. So this this really sounds like a great tool. Um, if you see it, there, there, there's a commercial running on TV right now. Uh, I don't know if it's for a bank or credit card. Um, who is it? Uh, the guy says everybody likes money. Well, you know, everybody except for this baby right here. So if everybody likes money and you're in a business that ethically allows you to do it, seems like it would be just a good way to say thank you for a business or a referral, you know, just to hand him some cash, right? Yeah, I think that's a Jimmy Fallon commercial. Yeah, 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 he, yeah, yeah. Yeah. He so I people would think that you mean, yeah, who wouldn't like money? But there's this book that was on the New York Times bestseller list for a long time called Predictably Irrational. Have you read it? I have it's, not, but it's I'm, by I'm Dan Ariely. Hold on, predictably irrational. Irrational by who? Dan Ariely, A R I E L Y. Okay. And he's a behavioral economist at Duke University, and in this book, he talks about some research he did on something called market norms and social norms. So, for example, a market norm is you are expected to pay your mortgage with money. Um, Your landlord expects to collect rent. If you go to a store to buy something, they expect you to pay for it with money. But if you go to a friend's house for dinner, you don't enjoy the meal and then sit back and go, Jason, that was awesome. Thanks. How much do I owe you? And pull out your wallet. <laughs> that would be awkward. <laughs> Although I will say, I, I do have some friends that eat here so often that it, it, it wouldn't be the worst thing in the world if they did that. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well. But I, I, I do, I do get the, I definitely do get the awkward thing. I definitely. Yeah, do. you're expected when you go to somebody's house, you're expected to bring a bottle of wine or some flowers or maybe dessert, something like that, a gift. Right. And, and yeah, so it's embarrassing when you confuse those two things because if you brought a bottle of wine to your landlord, he as a payment for rent, you know, that's not going to work either. So you have to be aware of which norm you're working in. And he also did an experiment because he wanted to see if paying people to do a task versus asking them to do it as a, as a favor would make a difference. And he brought in a group of people. He asked them to move circles from one side of a computer screen to another for five minutes. And he paid the first group $5. The second group got $0.50. And the third group was asked to do it as a favor. So I may have given away the answer here, but what do you think happened? (laughs) Well, clearly, clearly we know the answer. Yeah, well, you know, I asked that question in front of my um, audiences when I do presentations. And almost all the time they go, well, the people who got paid $5 got moved the most circles. And that's actually not what happened. The people who were asked to do it as a favor because they felt like they were doing something good, again, that kindness, they were, they were paying, uh, paying it forward kind of, like they felt good about doing a favor for someone versus being paid to do it. And then he did the same experiment because he wanted to see what would happen if he introduced gifts. And so he did the same thing, brought in a new group of people, divided them up, 
first group got paid, got, was gifted a big gourmet box of chocolates. The second group got a 50 cent candy bar. And the third group was again asked to do it as a favor to the researchers. And this time the results were pretty much the same across the board. And so what I conclude from that is that sending a gift, no matter what the value of it is, is better than picking up like a, a common gift card, which is almost like an afterthought that you pick up at the checkout counter. Got it. You know, I, I got to interrupt for a second, only because this is something that uh, on a couple of the different Internet forums that, that I'm a part of, uh, folks have been talking uh, recently, and a big argument in at least in some of the after-school activity sports is, you know, for a referral or for something, just give some people, like, credit for another free class or a month or something like that. And I always argued against that because it was something, A, they were already going to buy, um, mm-hmm. and B, it didn't feel real special. So I've got to believe after after listening to this is you know the fact that this is something completely that's you know obviously not sold at the pro shop um it does actually go a bit further than simply giving them an extra t-shirt or something like that right right exactly that what you said is exactly the point you want to make your clients feel special and so what are you doing to make them feel important and special Got it. I love that. Okay. So, obviously, a lot of people know it's important that they acknowledge their customer's business, but, and this has happened to me, you know, you get busy and it gets put on the back burner because it's not necessarily at the top or the forefront of your mind. Um, I'm, I'm guessing there is a way to make it easier, right? Um, how, how, how do you make how do you make sure it happens? Because, um, like, like, there are little things that, you know, I forget in – in running my business, and you know, I, I'm, I'm basically a systems-driven business, but there are certain aspects that have not completely been systematized. How, how do you just? How do you? How are you guaranteeing that it's happening every single month? Well, you just said the magic word. It's systems, and creating a system for appreciation marketing is the way that that it happens because. If you have a systems-driven business, then you know. If there's a system for it, it gets done. No system, eh, maybe it'll get done, maybe not. And so it comes down to creating a client's appreciation system and incorporating it into a marketing plan. A lot of businesses and business people that I talk to have a marketing plan that focuses primarily or exclusively, on getting new clients. And there's no component that has to do with building that relationship with the clients they already have or the people who send them referrals. And that's Hmm. the part where I will come in and help create. I have a five-step system, actually, for creating a plan for appreciation marketing and building that, that appreciation marketing system into your business. And so then it's a matter of looking at what are the opportunities. For example, what happens when you get a new client? What is your system for welcoming them into your studio? What happens when you get a referral? What is your system for saying thank you to the person who sent you the referral? First of all, recognizing that they sent you a referral, and then is there something different that happens perhaps? if the referral becomes a client. 
because right. you want to, yeah, you kind of want to acknowledge anybody who sends you a referral because that's good. And then when they become a client, you, you want to maybe reach out again so that you can let them know, hey, this was a good referral. They became a client. And kind of train them on who the best referrals are. So they start sending well, you more of those. Absolutely. I mean, because you know, I guess you could look at it, you know, in an Orwellian manner and say, you know, all referrals are created equal, but some referrals are more equal. You know, yeah. it's, it, it really is the case. I mean, well, they are. You know, <laughs> it, it's great. It's, it's, right? It's what was great. that story um, where you just pulled that from? What was that book? What, 1984? No, no, no. There was another book that I always think of from high school. Um, oh. Animal Farm. Animal Farm, yes. Some yes, animals yes, yes, are more yes. equal than others. <laughs> well, and, and, and that's absolutely the case here because yeah. one of the things that used to drive me nuts uh, when I owned my martial arts school, and actually even still with Powerful Words and with Sights Done Right, we get a ton of referrals. Uh, we really do, and I'm thrilled about that. However, there's nothing worse than your clients trying to do the right thing for you, do something nice for you, and instead all they're doing is sending you a list of names who are completely unqualified. Um, and not good candidates for your uh, for your business. Right, which is why it's all the more important to acknowledge and let them know who is a good referral. Because, again, they want to do the right thing for you. They want to be helpful. And so you kind of have to train them. Just like when you're training dogs and kids, you're rewarding positive behavior so that they'll do it again. Right, So, I, but I, I guess I can't train my um, my clients with the choke collar, though, huh? <laughs> uh, I won't tell anyone. <laughs> you know, it's, it's funny. As, as I said, that my uh, my dog Casey um, is in my office whenever I'm here. So he's actually uh, he heard show collar and actually the head went up. So. Oh, <laughs> go, go, go back to sleep, dog. Okay, <laughs> phenomenal. Okay, T- tell me this. Um, I'm guessing most folks are going to have this initial concern. What if you don't have an awful lot of money, uh, at least at least, what if you don't think you have an awful lot of money to spend on customer appreciation? Yeah, I hear that a lot too. Two things. One, you have to look at what is the lifetime value of a client for your business. And you need to know that in order to be able to determine how much you are willing to invest in keeping that client. And that number is not going to be the same for every business, obviously. And, again, some clients are more valuable than others. So maybe it's a matter of making a list of the A-list, B-list, and C-list clients and what are those worth and spending different amounts to keep the A-list versus the C-list. Got it. Yeah, so the first step is what is the lifetime value of a client? And then – I get it. Some businesses are just starting out or they're they're at a point where they, you know, lifetime value of a client may be good, but they just don't have a lot of clients yet. But you still need to do something to build that relationship. And at the very, very least, send a handwritten thank you note. It costs, hmm. what, a dollar to buy a card? You could buy a box of cards that probably could cost less than a dollar and a 46-cent stamp right now. And send a handwritten thank you note. And it makes a huge difference. So few people are doing that. It really makes your business stand out. 
Well, of course, now everybody wants to take the easy way out and send an email or text or this or that. And, right. You know, and one of the, they go delete, and it does not make somebody feel important and special. Well, yeah, I, I'm glad you said that because, you know, one of the things we provide um, to our clients is uh, student retention postcards. Um, and, and obviously we teach them how to use them and how often to use them, uh, which I think is a great precursor to to the whole gratitude marketing um, theory. This, you know, I hear stories at least once a month from our clients like, you know, we've been told that, you know, our students got this postcard, you know, that, hey, they got a good job note or they got, you know, we miss you, hope you're feeling better or whatever it is. And the kid got it at home and slept with it under their pillow. Um, mm-hmm. And obviously, with with many of my clients, they actually have two clients or our family members really have two clients because they've got um, a child they need to keep engaged and they, a parent they need to keep happy because until they start giving Amexes to uh, six-year-olds, uh, we really have <laughs> to, to focus on, on keeping everybody happy and engaged and thrilled. And um, nothing makes a parent happier than seeing their child absolutely in love with an activity and, and a coach and so this this is really up my alley. Um, I love this. I wouldn't be surprised if the parents start sleeping with the thank you notes under their pillow. <laughs> they, I'm telling you, they, people get these notes and they pin them up on their bulletin boards. They put them on their desks. They hold on to them because it's so rare to get one. Well, and, and obviously we, we've helped folks with, with some stuff, but what if what if what if I got a client who who says, "Wow, I love this. I love the whole idea," but you know, I, I don't have the time, and I'm not really all that creative. So, how do I come up with with ideas for, you know, what I'm supposed to write on these cards, what I'm supposed to do? do is this something that you guys help them with? Yeah, that is part of what Zen Rabbit offers to clients is certainly help in one help in creating the strategy. Okay. Two help in creating the message, if you don't know what to say, I, I love brainstorming on that and working with people to come up with, again, going back to what's your personality. Let's create a fun message if that's your personality and, and make it work for your business and your who you are. Okay. And then there's also the insight report that you mentioned that can kind of help some people along with a little bit more information about just the whole concept of gratitude for businesses. Got it. All right. Well, the, the, first of all, this sounds spectacular, um, and you and I are going to actually have a follow-up conversation about this <laughs> um, immediately after we're done with this because this sounds exactly like something that I need to be doing and, and will be doing. Um, if folks want to get more information, uh, I know you have a number of websites out there. What would be the, the best website for, for people to go to, to to learn a little bit more about you but also about um, some of these products and services? Yeah, Zen Rabbit, Z-E-N, and then R-A-B-B-I-T, rabbit.com, is the main website. You can get to the free insight report from there. You can see some of the gratitude cookie packages there and read more about, again, the whole concept of gratitude, why it's important, how it works. 
So zenrabbit.com is really the best place to go for that. And tell, tell, tell me this, wait, I, I know you've got more, but tell, tell me this. I know I, I meant to ask earlier, what's up with the name Zen Rabbit? <laughs> oh, I'm glad you, you remembered to ask me that. So when I was a baby, my mom bought a stuffed rabbit and put it in the crib with the rest of the animals, and she quickly figured out that she could take all the other animals out, but if the rabbit wasn't in the crib, I wasn't sleeping, so she made sure the rabbit was in the crib. And as I got older, I would rub her ears for comfort. A lot of kids have their blankies and whammies, and I had my rabbit. And there's a picture on the website if you all want to go see. I'm two years old, and I'm rubbing the rabbit's ears, and I am in a zen meditative state. And so (laughs) another thing that people would say when I started making these cookies and giving them to friends and colleagues was, oh, my gosh, this reminds me of something my grandma used to make. And they are immediately transported back to the kitchen and the good times of baking with grandma, and they feel good. Now they're in their zen, blissful place. And so I named the company Zen Rabbit because for for that reason and also because I help people get to that zen, blissful place by making it so easy for them to do client appreciation. I love it. I love it. You know, I, I'm always I'm always thrilled when somebody's got a great story. Um, obviously, the the message that you are relaying and sharing and, and really helping people to um, embody in their business is spectacular. One question I always ask my guests is this: um, You know, I, I believe in I believe everyone's got at least, and I, I know for a fact that you must have a zillion of these, but everyone's got at least one primary bit of success advice. If you were, a lot of the folks who who listen into this podcast are either relatively new or they are already successful and because they're already successful, they know they're already always looking for new and that that slight edge example. Um, What, if anything, would you say if you had one piece of advice to give to an entrepreneur that you believe could change their life and, of course, their business, what would that piece of advice be? Especially for new entrepreneurs, it's about being persistent. And it's hard. I get it. If I had known how it was going to be before I started my business, I might have thought again and not done it. But you just have to stay persistent, stay on track, stay focused. Now, the second piece of advice for any entrepreneur, new or veteran, is to surround yourself with people who can support your success because there are going to be those days when you go, you know what, I am done. I, I can't do this anymore. It's too hard. It's not worth it whatever it is, and you need those supporters to go, it's okay, take a break, go, you know, have have a couple hours in the park, go away, come back, tomorrow will be a better day, and to kind of prop you up again and go, keep going. It's huh. phenomenal advice because uh, as, as an entrepreneur, I can't even begin to 
think about how many roadblocks I've run into, how many people have told me that's a ridiculous idea, don't do that, never do that. It's amazing that consistency and being, as far as, especially if you ask my wife, being downhead bullheaded or pigheaded um, mm-hmm. and just running with it um, is a huge key to success. Oh, you know, I got to tell you, I, I really, really enjoyed this. Um, spectacular stuff. Uh, Lori, thank you so much for joining us. This has been just really, really marvelous. Um, great tips and you know, I've certainly learned about something that I'm going to be taking advantage of. So um, thank you again for sharing your time with us today. My pleasure. Well, that's all the time we've got today, folks. Thanks for tuning into The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. For more information about private coaching with me or to see if you'd benefit from one of my mastermind groups, visit www.jasonmsilverman.com or email me at jason at jasonmsilverman.com. I look forward to helping you achieve the success that you truly deserve. Until next time, I'll leave you with this. Get out there and be the real deal. It's the only way to succeed. This has been Jason Silverman. I hope you have a powerful and spectacular week. Take care, everybody. You've been listening to The Real Deal with Jason Silverman. To access the great resources mentioned in the show and for information on coaching and mastermind group opportunities with Jason, please visit jasonmsilverman.com.